just I just I just speak my peace, keep my peace. I kinda went limp and all I remember at that point was kinda leaning back, looking at my boys. I said, Daddy love you, no matter what. I thought it was gonna be the last <clears throat> I thought it was gonna be the last thing I say to them. Thank God it wasn't. That there, ladies and gentlemen, is an excerpt from a um interview that Jacob Blake did with Good Morning America and Michael Strahan um, this past week. I think it was today. It aired today. I don't know if it's filmed today, but I saw it today. But that is an excerpt from um, just that interview. Jacob Blake, you know, recounting, recalling what he believed to have been his last moments here um, in front of his kids. For those of you who don't remember, Jacob Blake was a black man in Wisconsin. I forget the city. I know it starts with a K. I want to say like Kenosha or Kenosha or something like that. Um, I forget the city. But for those of you who don't remember, Jacob Blake is the young black man that was shot seven times as he was walking away from police officers and entering his car. They shot him in his black seven. They shot him in his back seven times, feet away from his children. He was shot in the driver's seat of his vehicle. His children were in the back seats and car seats. Um, and and him explaining that, him you know detailing it and recalling that, and seeing him break down, explaining that it, it broke me. Um, I know this is like it's unfortunate, but this is not nothing new to hear instances like this. Um, with police brutality and, and and these idiots using their power, um, abusing their power, I should say. Um, but the reason why, and before I get into all this, I want to say Happy New Year to you all. Welcome to the Speak My Peace podcast. Um, I'm your host, Greg Lacey. For those of you who don't know, this is not your first time listening to the Speak My Peace podcast. Welcome. If it is, welcome back. Um, get back into the things at hand. The reason why I start off this podcast with that. Is because within this past week, you know, many of the conversations I've had with friends and 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 family, um, people who listen to this podcast, you know, they expect me to hold like this lengthy conversation and be enraged about everything that developed in Washington D.C. this past week. And I mean, I don't have much to say. I mean, I, I'm obviously going to cover in this podcast in this episode, but I don't have a lot to say. And the main reason for that is because. This is what my mind was occupied with. Um, the reason why it's still recent and the reason why it's still relevant now is because despite all that, despite the fact that he was shot while he was walking away, despite the fact that he was actually shot in his back, um, gratefully, this man lived. He survived um, to tell his story. Um, despite all this, the officer who was involved in the shooting, the suspect, the victim, the, the animal who committed this this crime in front of this man's children as he was walking away was acquitted of charges this past week and this happened on like January 5th so that's like what my mind was wrapped about wrapped around and it's not this this story is not new and it's fortunate that I say that it's unfortunate that that's what normalcy is here in this country but the story is not new we see it time and time again to where black or brown person 
is victim of some type of prejudices, victim of some type of, of, of violent racism and the suspect who claims to have fear for their life or claims that they act in the defense, they get to walk away. Um, this instance here, like many instances in the past eight years, were, were, was caught on camera. So we actually see him walking away from this police officer. We see him entering and his entering into his vehicle. And despite all this, he is still shot feet away from his children. And that just hurts. It hurts just like when the Ahmaud Arbery story broke. Hurts just like when <clears throat> the Breonna Taylor story broke. Um, hurts like when Atiana Atiana Jefferson story broke. Um, Tamir Rice and many more. George Floyd. Um, we've seen we we are seeing it way too often now, but it, it hurts. And that's what my mind was occupied with, and that's why I didn't really have too much capacity to focus on what happened on January sixth. Six. That's the main reason why I didn't care for what happened on January 6th. But I am going to cover it here in this episode. But that is what took prevalence to me last week. And I know majority of America, you know, didn't really pay attention to it just because of what did happen and what did develop last week. And we're going to get into what developed and what happened. But that is what occupied my mind. Like, this is another instance of, of them being let go despite the evidence against him despite that we see on camera that this man is not threatening this officer's life despite the fact that this man is walking away and we know he was walking away not only because we have it on video but also because we know where bullets penetrated him from where he was shot from the angle that he was shot from and so it's like a I don't I don't know when it stops, I don't know what we do. I don't know how it stops, but it has to stop. And seeing him speak about that, it it it, it just did something to me, honestly. Um this is this is not significant any other instances. Every time this happened, it does something to me. But seeing him speak about it, the reason why it did something to me, the reason why it was so significant is because he is able to I can't even say walk away from the situation because he was paralyzed. Like again, thankfully he lived. Thankfully the shots weren't fatal. Um, because we know that this happens often and that's not the case. But thankfully he 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 survived the shots. Um the reason why it's so significant because that is not the case. And we've seen that play out so many times to so where, you know, one of us have, have lost our lives. And we're not here to recount the story or we're not here to defend ourselves and we're not here to to be, you know, that firsthand witness um, as we are victims of these these acts of violence, these acts of terrorism, the acts of racism. We're not here to defend ourselves. It's just a video. And despite that, despite the fact that he here to defend himself, despite the fact that he survived the shots, this officer still walked away scotch free, which is crazy, which is mind blowing. But this man still has to live in this community. He still had to walk this earth knowing that there was an attempt on his life and how America rewarded him or repaid him with that was to let the person who attempted to take his life walk away with no consequences. 
it's mind blowing that these situations keep being playing out. But it's even more crazier to see that we have we finally have someone who survived these attacks and it doesn't change anything. Um, It's just it's just crazy, man. Um, That's the main reason why my mind really didn't care for everything that developed after that. And what I mean by the things that happened after that was obviously we all know by now you have social media, you have any type of media. If you watch the news, you watch TV, you have a computer, you have a phone, you've seen the images, you heard the stories, you've probably seen the videos of everything that happened in the following days on at, at the Capitol building um, to give you all a backstory. So following day, so that officer got let go January 5th. He walked away scotch free. He was acquitted on January 6th. The Senate gathered at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. to officially confirm the electoral. I believe I'm saying I don't follow politics so much. So there may be some things I may be saying incorrect. There may, may, may be some situation or some information that I'm saying is 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 not completely correct. But I'm trying my best. Again, I don't follow politics. I don't care too much about politics, but I'm just reporting to you all what I know. But anyway, so the following day, after this man gets let go, this man gets walked free. The following day, the Senate and the House of Reps meet at the Capitol in Washington, D.C. to confirm the electoral votes for Joe Biden's presidency to officially confirm his presidential win over number 45. So this was the following day. This was January 6th and this was happening. And all the while this was happening, this idiot number 45 was holding a rally also on Washington, D.C. titled, quote unquote, <laughs> Save America, where thousands of people gathered. Um, he spewed a lot of information, spewed a lot of hateful information. He strategically incited everything that ensued following that rally. And what I mean by strategically is that this man is an idiot. This man is stupid. He's a racist. He's a bigot, whatever the case may be. But he does certain things strategically because he knows the response he will get out of it. Whether it's him spewing hateful information, whether it's him spreading false information, whether it's him refusing to um, denounce, you know, his loss and his and his uh, attempt to run for a second term of a presidency Wherever the case may be, he does a lot of things strategically. And what I mean by that is that during his rally, he said a lot of things that he knew was going to put a charge in these idiots who attended this rally. Not these idiots. They called Trump tarts. Um, these idiots are these Trump tarts who attended this rally. Um, he knew if he said certain things without saying specifically what he wanted to do, that it will cause some type of commotion. And they followed up on that. Um, he said things like we will stop the sale. Referring to not allowing them to officially confirm uh, the votes to 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 um, confirm Biden's win. Um, he said things like we would never get up. We would never concede. It doesn't happen. Um, he's saying we, but obviously he never did anything other than tweet and, and speak at this rally. He said things like um, if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Further inciting these these Trump tarts to to go out and commit acts of violence. Um, he also said things like 
I know that everyone here soon will be marching over to the Capitol building, quote unquote, peacefully and patriotically making their voices heard. I want to stop there because that last part is very important. Peacefully and patriot, peacefully and patriotically. What is patriotically? We, when we think about the origins of this country, we think about the origins of the word uh, of patriotism. We, we think about the people who claim patriotism in, in this country. And we think about all the events that ensued following this rally. That is in line with patriotism. Our quote unquote patriotical uh or patriotically making their voices heard, whether it's whether it's the 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 claiming the land or claiming land that were that was formerly owned by natives of this land and then making it as their own while rampaging through, you know, the people people's villages and, and killing them and, and committing mass murders. Um whether it's uh, moving them out, whether it's enslaving people of a certain color or a certain race in order to build up your country, um, whether that is everything that I'm not a history buff. I don't know too much about history. I didn't pay attention to history. Only history I can really tell you all about is black history. But I know that everything that ensued with the Britons um, during a time when America was was gaining its independence. I know there was a lot of um "Quote unquote patriotical events that led to that 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 ensued violence, and so when we think about that, and we think about that last line of you will peacefully and quote unquote patriotically make your voice heard, it aligns with everything that happened. So this again goes back to what I'm saying about he says certain things very strategically, and he knows what it will incite, and he knows what will ensue following." The statements that he made. Another statement he said is, um, we're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on the brave senators and, and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Meaning that for the ones who did not vote for him or were not planning on voting for him that, you know, didn't deserve to be cheered on or that they were not to be liked and, and certain things like that. And so... Obviously, with all these type of statements made and everything, I don't know everything that happened within this rally, but his rally was full of just stupid, bland and strategic statements like that. And I don't know how long the rally was, but it put a charge in these Trump tarts back to go out and and do something stupid. And so that's what they did. Um, They stormed down to the Capitol and. Originally, I was calling this like a breach of the Capitol, but it wasn't a breach because we we seen videos and we seen pictures of, of, you know, security guards uh, directing them in. Um, They got into certain places where they were never supposed to be let in, which tells me, you know, there was some type of inside job going on. Because when we think about things like D.C. and we think about the most protected buildings in D.C., I believe a building housing congressmen and congresswomen and and Senate and House of Reps, I believe a building like that will be very well protected um, from civilians just storming in and gaining access. So when we think about things like that and we think about all the places they gain access to, whether it was like, you know, certain rooms, whether it was people, personal rooms, whether just the building period, the, the fact that they were able to gain access to the building in so many different places within the building. It tells me that it was some inside jobs. It was it was some employees within that building that allowed this to happen outside of the, the people we've seen on camera that, that that was directing them into it. And so 
and stormed down to the Capitol. They vandalized the place, broke windows, uh, graffitied all over the wall, smeared their feces all over the wall, threatened lives of the congressmen and congresswomen and employees within the building because obviously they stormed in there with uh, with weapons and things like that, with bricks and, and, and guns and I mean, rifles and, and poles and all crazy type of things that um that they had they stole things from people's office they stole um artifacts or they stole fixtures from the building um they posed with fixtures they they posed the figurines within the building um they invaded many of the congressmen and congresswomen um offices and and, and trashed the offices and, and vandalized the offices and, and things like that and so we think about all these things and the culmination to everything that happened everything that that occurred I'm not surprised that any of these events took place because look at the type of people that were carrying out these attacks. Look at the type of people that were carrying out everything that happened. Like what? I'm not sure what y'all would expect from them, but I know me in my nearly 28 years on this earth, I know what to expect from certain people. Um, especially those people who attended that rally. And so I'm not surprised in any of those things that ensued. Um, and I also just, as I say, I, I didn't care too much about it just because of what had happened the prior day and the fact that all this stupid stuff that, that happened took over, you know, what I feel like should have been prevalent, something I feel like should have been in media, something that I feel like should have been discussed. But this is America and this this is what happens. It, it happens all too often. So this is just like another day. But a lot of people were enraged. A lot of people took the social media to to disclaim everything that was happening. A lot of people took the social media to, to to speak about how disgusted they were with the actions that were happening. A lot of people took the motive to social media to voice how displeased they were with a president um using some type of language to incite these actions to happen. Um, all these type of things that occurred. And the the main thing, my main takeaway from everything, the main reason why I didn't care too much about it um, is because the comparisons that people were making. That's the main thing that pissed me off. We've seen a lot of things in social media. I've seen, I seen a lot of things on social media of people speaking about, you know, what was this? What if this was a BLM? Um, if this is BLM, it wouldn't happen like this. Why wouldn't BLM do this? Y'all shoot us. Or um, what's the difference between BLM and them? And why are they ever doing it? And just basically, I understand that the reason why people were, were bringing this to light is because they wanted to put on the forefront that this is what right privilege looked like, which it was. Um, we've seen many instances in the country of what white privilege looked like. And this was just the latest. It won't be the last either. But this was put on Fun Street and this was shown all across the world what white privilege look like. And the only reason why we know this is because with all of the marches and the protests that were happening over the summer and through the fall, how they were covered, the type of resistance they were met with in comparison to what this was happening. But the main thing that pissed me off is that BLM should have never been brought up. In this instance at all. Because you can't compare the two. What these Trump tards carried out. And what these Trump tards intended to carry out. Cannot be compared to what. Supporters of, of Black Lives Matter. And supporters of, of equality. And supporters of. Blah, 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 supporters of, of, of. Social justice. 
supporters of the fight against oppression, um, you can't compare the two things and they should never be compared and they should never be in the same senses. The first reason why that comparison is wrong is because, yes, you are correct. Had this have been supporters of Black Lives Matter, they probably would have been shot. But supporters of Black Lives Matter would have never thought to carry out any tactics like that because they know better. They have better sense. Anybody fighting for equality, anybody fighting for justice, um, I assume them to be a, a, a decent human being who may come from great upbringings, whether that's in home, whether that's uh, an educational system, whether it's by a mentor or some other type of influence. I I align them with some type of, 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 of tremendous upbringing and a sense of being a decent human. I don't expect that from someone who would attend a rally called Save America by someone who just lost a presidential candidacy and said that they did not lose it despite everything despite everything pointing to the fact to show that you in fact lost and lost by a tremendous amount of, of votes despite everything backing that and you still you know saying that you know this did not happen despite you being shown the facts and the reasons why and and the proof of how and by how much um anybody that's important uh, a man who believes in things like that, um, who who was you can't even call it a sore loser because it's it's like he's in a realm of his own when we talk about losing. Like we we seen sore losers in sports, we seen sore losers in debates, we seen sore losers in Twitter debates, we seen sore losers in Instagram debates, whatever the case may be. Um, but this, what he's doing and what he's done is something completely of his own realm, and so we can't compare someone who is fighting for equality who is fighting against oppression we cannot compare them to someone who is supporting a man who speaks and talks and believes what this idiot number 45 do it's just it's just it's it's incomparable and that's one main thing that pissed me off is that we kept drawing comparisons for black lives matter and those who are fighting a good fight so these idiots who co- who carried out all these actions. Another thing is that when I think about how far we come in this country, when I think about how how when I think about the fight that that you know my grandparents and great grandparents and great great grandparents and probably my kids will be fighting. When I think about the fight and what we're fighting for, it, it's it's fairly simple. It's unfortunate that you know we had to fight for for so long, but that fight is fairly simple and it's a a human right what we're fighting for. And so when when we're when we're marching in the streets and we're saying Black Lives Matter and we're saying stop shooting us and we're saying hands up don't shoot and we're and we're marching for for Jacob Blake um, in support of Jacob Blake when we're, we're marching for you know um, equal pay for women's when we're marching for for same sex marriage when we're marching for all these different type of things it's it's human basic human rights that we just want everyone. No matter what walk of faith they may have, no matter what race they may have, no matter what hair color they may have, no matter what sexual preference they may have, we want everyone to be looked at with the same eye, if that makes any sense. And so that's that's a, a simple fight as a, a, a basic human right. And that's what those fights are for, is that. We don't want to be sought as different from anybody 
We don't want to. We we want to be adhering to the same laws that you are adhering to. We want to be privy to the same um, information. We want to be privy privy to the same um, privilege. Um, we want to be privy to the same opportunities that you are to, despite whatever walks of life we may come from. And that's what those fights are for. And then what these people are fighting for is. I don't know what they're fighting for. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I, I have no idea what these idiots are fighting for. Um, I guess you could say they're fighting in support of to keep uh, this country in a place of upholding that oppression, upholding that inequality. Um, so I guess you could say they're fighting is everything opposite of what I just named. So they're, they're fighting for inequality. They want to continue to uphold inequality. They don't want. You know, people would be thinking that they're on the same level. They're, they're fighting for superiority. They're fighting to keep this man who has been pushing these beliefs, who have been pushing these agendas, who have been pushing this type of rhetoric for the past four to five years. They, they're fighting to keep him in a place to where, you know, his voice is heard um, on the highest platform. And so that's what they're fighting for. And so those two things. Even though it's it's on the opposite spectrums and they're fighting for two different things, they should never be compared because the values the values are different and what this side is fighting for and what this side believes in or who this side is fighting for. Um and that's just that's the main reason why I was like, I'm I, I really don't care for it and I'm really not don't don't want to speak about it too much is because I keep seeing these comparisons. And that is kind of like a slap in the face because I know too much history of my people and, and what we fought for and what we came from and what we continue to fight for. And I think when you put us, when you stoop down to that level and you put us as low as they are, it, it, it demeans everything and all the progression that, that, that we've been able to accomplish. And so I'll say all that to say this. We have to stop. We have to stop giving light to things like this, to negative things like this. I know it's hard because the media covers it um, because the actions are wrong and we are just so appalled to see certain things carried out like this, but we should not be appalled because time and time again in this country, um, we have seen instances, we have seen people with the same ideas carry out acts like this, even worse than this, time and time again. And so, as they continue to commit them, we should not be so enraged. We should not be so surprised. We should not be appalled because this is normal for them. And so I think about it like how I think about with being being in school and you just have that one person is not your friend, but they may hang around your group of friends, but they just do stupid things to, to draw attention. And so they know that if you pay attention to them, they're going to continue to do it because now they have an audience. But if you let that person continue to do stupid things and you pay no attention to them, eventually it's going to die down because no one is, is, is drawing any attention to them. And that's what they thrive on. And so we have to treat these Trump tarts, these idiots, the same way. Just let them go off. Like, I honestly got a good laugh from the, the, the videos that I did see Um Granted, I know a lot of people's lives were, were, were threatened because of their actions that these idiots took, but 
in spite of all that, all the videos that I was seeing, everything that I saw on social media, everything I saw on the news, I got a good laugh out of it because like I'm not surprised by these actions that these people are carrying out. Like I expect them to act. They they're actually in line with what I expect from people who support this man to do. And it's as simple as that. And so going forward, man, we have to let these people be idiots. We see the consequences of everything that happened. Um there was on social media, um, filming and and documenting everything they was doing obviously there were journalists on on site with everything that was going on so we have that and a lot of these people are being arrested a lot of these people have been brought to court um to be so that charges can be brought against them for everything that they committed obviously storming a building like that and and vandalizing a building and threatening people's lives and, and things like that there are going to be some very hefty charges with things that happened during that day and a lot of these people are being arrested because there are so many cameras around. Like, if there is any place they should not be doing illegal activities out in the public, it's DC. I would think it would be DC. I would think New York, probably Tokyo, Japan, probably Beijing, China, um, probably many places in China, just because of the heavy presence of of security cameras. Like, those are the places that you should probably not carry out a public illegal activity because it's kind of hard for you to escape hard fault evidence from these video cameras and so black people take this into mind because i know we do a lot of things like you know it's not only black people that's subjected it's a lot of people do this but people my people take this in mind because we know we do a lot of things like like glamorizing things that we should not be on social media whether that's that's guns showing guns showing illegal activities um wherever the case may be we have to stop doing this because no matter what you think you may think that you may be uploading a step snapchat and after 24 hours is erased you may be uploading to your instagram story at the 24 hours is erased that is not true I'm telling you all this from experience, from someone who was a paralegal in their past life. That is simply not true. Just because it's not there anymore does not mean it's actually not there. If the right people have the the proper cause to search or pull these things, they can and they will. And that and the and, and these things that you thought they were erased after 24 hours, they are still there. I promise you. I've seen it before, and you can't get around it. I don't it there's there's no way for you to get around it. So we have to stop doing that. We have to start glamorizing. If if that's what you want to do, you live a life of 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 illegal activities and things like that, then then so be it. But we have to stop putting it on social media because as we see here now, it's so easily to trace faces um when there's cameras involved. And that's all I had. Um this is a very short episode. Thank you all for tuning in again. Happy New Year's. Um, hope that you all are still protecting yourself, taking care of yourself uh, physically, mentally, wherever the case may be, um, even against this coronavirus as we are still fighting it. Um, the second wave is crazy, man. I went a whole almost a whole year of not knowing not a single person personally who contracted it. And during the second wave, I, I personally know about like three or four people who have contracted this virus. I know one right now that's that's fighting for their life. Um and so my prayers go out to him and his family. Um, but I've known more people during the second wave who have contracted it than I did in the previous nine months. And that is scary. So take care of yourselves, man. That's the Speak My Peace podcast for this week. I appreciate y'all. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, whatever the case may be. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Um, as we get out of here, my what to watch for this week is Your Honor on Showtime. Very, very, very good series. My best kept secret for this week is Tink Rush It. Once again, my best kept secret for this week is Tink Rush It. That's the Speak My Peace podcast for this week. I'm out. Sometimes when we give our heart away so often, take a slide. love becomes complicated. complicated. It scares me. And if you rush into it too fast, you'll miss out on everything. Take it slow, let's not rush into nothing. I would never force you into something Friends with you is all I ever wanna be I'm just here to give you a new energy Ride with you no matter where we going Hold me down and while we in the moment I wanna share how much I like you, boy Boy, you know I gave you the shirt right off my back On the bed, but we don't need a title It takes a lot to make me feel the way I do Anything you want, I'll go and get for you, boy with it.